Aside from the wrestling show yesterday, nothing really happened. So let's get to it. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'm going to take this time to talk about fans real quick. I think when it comes to certain things, when it comes to liking things, I feel like there is a sense of entitlement there when it comes to that sort of stuff. Like people like people like stuff and they want to be I feel like naturally speaking, you want to be, you know, in a group of people who like the same thing that you like because you want to have something to talk about with other people. That's cool. I think the problem is, is that like people like stuff so much that they start to dislike it down the line. And that is the most confusing part about this whole thing that we got going on. Um, and that's where my gripe when it comes to fans come from. I have been um, like, um, like I'm a wrestling fan and I don't even like to say that I'm a wrestling fan because I don't, I don't consider myself to be like, I I, I categorize wrestling fans. I don't put them all in the same box. I I categorize them out. I put them like in different groups and stuff like that, because I don't consider myself to be a wrestling fan because when I watch wrestling, I was always, I was normally interested in getting involved in it or seeing it or like being a part of it. With wrestling fans nowadays, they're okay with just seeing it and having their own opinion about what goes on, which is fine. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just wanting to see something and just wanting to have an opinion about it. But, like, the problem with, like, the normal fan nowadays, or at least my problem with the normal fan, I'll say my problem with the normal fan nowadays, is that, like, their takes are almost always negative. Their takes are almost always, like, like they have this mindset, like, I don't like this thing, so it's bad. You know what I mean? And that's something that I just can't stand. Like, there's a lot of things that I personally don't like. And I will say, I personally don't like this thing. That's my take. I don't like this thing. It's not, oh, this thing is universally terrible because I'm not a fan of it. And the problem with fans is every time, every single time. Like, the the fans don't say, I don't like this thing. They'll say, this thing is trash. This thing is terrible. This thing is bad. Fans won't say they like something. They'll say, oh, this thing is better than this other thing that I think is trash. This thing is good. This thing is trash. Like, they can never just say this thing is good. And even worse, they see internet. People are starting to get this knee-jerk reaction to just pictures. Pictures, that's it. All you have to do is post a picture of something, and people immediately just go, people immediately would just, like, without even, like, just a glimpse, and just say, I like this thing or I don't like this thing. It's this ADD generation that I just can't stand. Like, for example, like I said, going back to wrestling, for example, Keith Lee is a rather large black man with this with this almost Sheer Khan-like smile. You know what I mean? Like, he has this smirk that you just know that he's, he has a smirk that he just, you just know that, if he wanted to, he would knock you out. But he probably just won't do it right now. Keith Lee is also a million-dollar athlete, to say the least. For a man his size to do the things that he does is almost it's remarkably spectacular. You know, the man himself also carries himself in such a way that you can't help but admire and respect him. But I can assure you, had you have shown a picture of Keith Lee maybe 
a decade, if not like late nineties, they would have just said, "Fat black guy, we can't hire him. He's fat," and that would have been it. Damn everything that he can do. Damn the fact that he's this talented person. Damn the fact that he's amazing on a microphone. Damn the fact that he's this. Like, you know, and granted, you know, I'm talking about, like, if you had Keith Lee now and put him in, like, like time travel-wise in the 90s, which I know, like, saying the words, saying, referring to a black man in time travel is, like, a bad idea, but just bear with me here. You know, like, he probably wouldn't have gotten booked because he's fat and he's black. Just because. Just because of that one glimpse. And you got fans nowadays who do that with just about everything. Heaven forbid if it's a woman wrestler. Like, fan, wrestling fans care more about how a woman wrestler looks than their actual performance and what they specifically do. And what makes that even weirder is the fact that like, what, what makes it what makes wrestling fans so weird when it comes to women is, like, like they'll say that they care about women and women's revolution and how good women's matches are, but they will basically just announce that if they don't find a woman physically attractive, they're not going to care about their matches. And or... If a woman is too attractive, then it's like, oh, this woman, she can't wrestle. She only got in because of her looks, blah, 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 blah. It, it, it's, it, and then, you know, then you throw in, you know, the LGBTQ people, you know, like Nyla Rose and um, like, uh, I forgot the, I forgot. Oh, man, I really did just forget. Sunny Kiss, you know what I'm saying? You throw in Nyla Rose, who's a trans woman, and Sunny Kiss, who is, um, if I'm not mistaken, non-binary or something? Sunny Kiss, you know, lower body thicker than a Wendy's Fro- thicker than a Wendy's Frosty, upper body ridiculously beautiful, short-haired male? Question mark. The fact is though is that like you know dudes will look at this picture and be like, you know, I'm not homophobic or nothing, but like I just don't think that that person's a good wrestler. Also, Zayla Rose is a dude. And it's like, shut up, man. You saw a picture of Nyla Rose and you got angry because of whatever reason you can imagine. You know what I mean? And you decided to, like, take your aggressions out on them. The weirdest thing about bullying to me is the fact that you're upset at somebody for existing. They're doing absolutely nothing to you in particular. They just exist and that sets you off. You know what I mean? And that's... And all it takes is for them... All it takes is for you to just be reminded that they exist. And you're automatically upset. And with fans, they do this stuff immediately and almost prolifically to everyone. Well, aren't you bullying fans by making fun of them when they're not doing anything to you? Dude, I'm speaking in in the future, I'm going to become a professional wrestler. I'm going with this with this gut and this hair and 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 and, and, and this with everything that I got riding against me right now, physically. Like, you could look at a picture of me and go, that guy's too ugly to wrestle. That guy's too ugly to be a part of my company. That's what people are going to probably say. So it's just me doing a preemptive strike, so to speak. Call it paranoia, but I'm rarely wrong about these things. I, I, I actually hate to say that because I'm usually wrong about a lot of things. But about this kind of thing, I like to think that I'm at least... I'm gonna like to think that I'm at least a quasi level of an expert here. But yeah, like I'm out here, you know, 
But yeah, like, you know, I'm out here just trying my best to sort of just understand. Like, I interact with fans. And I'm not saying that all wrestling fans are these racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic sociopaths who are basically driven and motivated by the simple images of what they see. I'm simply saying that, I'm just simply saying that, like, for the one, for, if they're a small part of the fandom, we need to shoo them out. You know what I mean? We need to bring attention to how bad these folks are and how bad they make everybody else look in comparison because they're part of everything. Like, it's not like it, fandoms should literally be a group of people talking about stuff that they like more than what they dislike when it comes to things that they like. Because you can't like something and dislike it and say that you like it. You know what I mean? You could say, you can't call yourself a fan of something. If you dislike half the stuff, like for example, me, like I'm going going back to professional wrestling, I like you know, like you know, I I thought that Chris Benoit was a spectacular professional wrestler. I thought that he was very talented. I thought that he, like when he won the World Rumble, I almost cried. When he won at WrestleMania 20, I I'm pretty sure I cried that day. But I can't just look. I but I also can acknowledge the fact that what happened with him and his family was heinous and disturbing. And it really goes into like, you know, it, it should like sort of go into a much bigger issue than, you know, um, it should really like tap into a deeper conversation of mental health in general. That should be a Christmas. What, what happened with him should have been a national discussion about mental health because he had failing mental health. He had stuff going on with his brain. You know, I still like professional wrestling, but that one instance is one of the most tragic, is one of the most disturbing instances that I've ever encountered in professional wrestling. But I still like professional wrestling for all of his bumps and bruises and and hiccups and everything like that. I still think that professional wrestling is awesome. I'm not I'm not a fan of Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? I don't like Brock Lesnar or Randy Orton or AJ Styles. And I can go into much deeper conversation as to why that is, but I won't because I would rather spend time talking about stuff that I like about professional wrestling than stuff I don't like about professional wrestling. That's just how I act. That's how I operate. That's what I like. And anybody who knows me personally knows that I, and I'm not afraid to say, talk about stuff that I don't like. But if it's something, if I like something, I'm not going to talk to you about stuff that I don't like about it because. The stuff that I don't like about it is probably not that big of a deal in comparison to what I do like about it. Do I like pro wrestling as a whole? Sure. Do I like Brock Lesnar? No. Do I like Randy Orton? No. Do I like Bubba Ray Dudley? Back then? Yeah. Nowadays? Nah. You can ask me why. I'll give you the short. I'll give you the details, but it's short details. Why don't you like Randy Orton? I don't like his nose. It's a stupid reason, but it's my reason. Why don't you like Brock Lesnar? I think that he's overpushed. I think he was overpushed because of how he looked. You know, do I think that he's a good wrestler? Sure, but there was a bunch of good wrestlers around that time, you know, who didn't get nearly as big of a thing that he did. He got it because Vince liked him, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not going to like him for it. But the thing is that wrestling fans. You know, like, and I, and 
I, I hate to segue into another thing here, but I feel like this is kind of a, a man thing too. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not taking women away from this equation. I'm just saying I mostly see this with men. Men look at pictures, right? They look at pictures of pretty women, they look at pictures of, of beautiful women all the time, right? It's just, you know, like they, they look at it, they may pull one out or whatever, but the fact of the matter is is that they look at these pictures of these women, they pull one out and immediately say, I could get this woman if I wanted. That's how they that's how some of those guys think, right? So then they look at a picture of a, a trans woman or or a person that they don't think that's that's that attractive, or they look at something they look at something that they don't like and be like, Oh, I don't want this thing because I don't, you know, this thing shouldn't get me because I don't want it. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like how I feel when it comes to like professional wrestling fans and you know, things like that and, and fandoms in general. They see these things and they immediately, and I guess what happens is that they get this mindset like, oh, I'm looking at this picture because this picture wants me to look at it. This picture wants me. I don't want this. This thing wants me. And it's like, no, dude, no, no, no. You got it backwards. You're looking at something because you wanted to look at it. The picture was just there, dude. You know, the thing that's in that picture is just there, man. Calm down. Nobody put that picture up and just basically is trying to force you to look at that picture. Nobody is making you like, you know, interact with LGBTQ people. Nobody is saying you have to, you know, you have to copulate with the next LGBTQ person that you see. You just have to show them some respect or just leave them alone, which is complicated, which is surprisingly really complicated in this day and age for these types of folks. If there's something that I don't like, I just stay away from it, you know? Speaking of wrestling, there was a wrestling show that we uh that I was part of Saturday. Um the event actually went by surprisingly well. We um, you know, like nothing happened, thankfully. Like nothing bad happened, thankfully. Um, I was part of the concessions. <laughs> I was responsible for, you know, cooking the fries and you know, the corn dogs and all these other stuff and things like that which actually was really easy. I, I realized now my history of working with food really kind of made this a cakewalk. You get it? Because I'm, I'm talking about food. Um, but um, yeah, like, you know, fries was like two minutes to fry. So I would be like, I would be like shelling out fries. I had like at least a good about four or five little, little, um, little tiny boats of fries. So, um, you know, ready. So whenever somebody came in, hey, we want some, can I get some cheese fries? Sure, you know, keep the cheese nicely stirred, keep the chili nicely stirred, you know, keep the sodas cold, things like that. It was a really easy, like, I ain't gonna lie. When he's, when I was a point, when he told me, yo, you gotta do a concessions, I'm like, this might be a challenge. And I'm like, wait, it won't be a challenge. I'm good, I can do this, it'll be dope. You know, I like, you know, it was mostly just me like, preparing things during like uh during the matches because a lot of people wasn't really like buying the food like we had like the same customer maybe about like a good five times which is like how much money did you come in here with you know like this one customer they, i swear they were just back to back to back to back to back it was like food was not cheap <laughs> i think the most expensive thing we had there was like seven bucks or like eight bucks or something but you know had to be like between like two to eight dollars but like there was one part where food was like uh, was half price 
<laughs> and uh, you know, like I said, we you know, like like the stuff was selling, man. Like, you know, them hot like I don't know, like I don't maybe it was just because they were really hungry or maybe because I cooked them really well. I don't know what it is, but peeps was really going crazy for them cheese fries, man. And um but it felt good knowing that I actually did a job that I was actually good at. And I had help. <laughs> that was the beautiful part. Like, I had help. It wasn't just me there. So, you know, anybody who knows me personally knows that I work better with help. <laughs> you know, every job, I feel like in every job works better with a little bit of assistance. So it felt good, though. You know, I got a chance to uh, – I invited a friend to the show so they could watch. And he had a great time. And I'm glad he did because that means that he'll most likely come to the next show and bring friends. Here's the hoping. Um, so there's that. I was, you know, like I, I wasn't like. I, what's even weirder was that, like, apparently there was some stuff that happened during the event, and uh, the guy who was responsible for the event was like, "Hey, man, if things keep going the way they're going, you might end up wrestling tonight." I'm like, "Moi," you know. So uh, I'm just a trainee still there. You know, and once again, like, once again, I, I want to just go ahead and bring this up real quick. One of the few reasons why I try my best not to say that a wrestler is bad at anything or a wrestler is terrible or anything like that. The reason why I try my best not to say that is essentially because I know what it's like to train. You know, I know what train. Like, in order to have your first wrestling match, you have to go through a, a couple months, if not a year of training. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking, you have to take your falls. You got to take your hits. You got to do the cardio. You have to. You gotta do things. You have to. You have to work on your matches. And the thing is that you never truly stop training when you wrestle. You never truly stop training. You're gonna mess up multiple times. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes. You're going to have a handful of dumpster fires. But at some point, you know, like at some point, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta learn from your mistakes and do better. You never truly like. You never. You never are a true expert in what you're doing. You know, because because something could change. All of a sudden, a collar and elbow might be something else. All of a sudden, this could become that. Everything, you know, like the the expert is a person who is willing to accept the change while also retaining history of what happened in the past. You know, if you could, re- like, you know, like nowadays we learn that Christopher Columbus was a terrible human being, you know. But we also know that back in the day, he was celebrated as a um, pioneer, discoverer, I don't know, 1492, blah, 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 which honestly is really, really, really weird because we know about Christopher Columbus, but we don't know about, I don't, I, I don't, I can try to name five um, Native American tribes. Um, let's see, the Algonquin. I think Chippewa, Hopi. Um, I'm doing this like off my head right now. I'm not. I don't have like anything in front of me or nothing. So I'm trying to actually do that. Uh, Cherokee, obviously, and uh, uh, I really can't think of a fifth one. I got, I got nothing. I'm I'm really I'm drawing a blank here. At some point, I need to learn that. I also want to like actually interact with, uh, you know, a um, an indigenous person one day. I feel like I lived with one for a while, but that's a story for another day. 
Um, let's see, what else is there? Yeah, but yeah, like back to fandoms though. I, I don't really think, I feel like what happens with fandoms and things, like I said, thanks to the internet, now you kind of see this sort of like uh, this evolution of fandoms who think that they are, this evolution of fans who think that like, because their money pays for the company or blah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The thing that annoys me about them is that like, they think that their ideas are amazing. You know what I mean? They think that their ideas are amazing, but they just don't ever want to write anything. They never want to put anything on paper. They never want to actually put the pen to the paper and do the work. They want to tell everybody else that they're bad for not doing something that they want. And though that's what annoys me when it comes to fans. It's like they, they can't just say, oh, they can't say, oh, um, I don't like these things, you know, like, or better yet, like, like one of the few reasons why I actually try to make my own content, even though my content is terrible, I try to make my own content because of the fact that I don't like what I see on certain things, on certain mediums, like in fiction, for example, I hate romance. I can't stand romance. I can't stand romance. I can't stand sex. I hate the fact that it's sort of being pushed as something that has to be in everything. I don't believe that that should be a thing. I don't believe that romance should be in everything. So I'm writing stuff where there is no romance. I'm writing stuff where there is no romantic interest or any romantic implications. It's just simply person wants to save the world. Person wants to save the world. That's it. See, me and my, like, my luck with women is terrible anyway. So it's like, I can't write romance anyway. So it's like, all I can write is hero guy wants, you know, bad guy wants to blow up the earth. Hero guy stops him. Boom. You know, boom, boom, punch face. Bam. My, there ain't going to be no, my hero moments. That's just how I. That's just how I. I am though, and I know that fans are going to despise my work for that. That's the part that I know for a fact because they're going to be like, "Where's the romance? Where's the sex? Where's the attractive? Uh, where's the attractive woman? Blah blah blah." You know, it's like they're not here, man. Well, your story is boring. You didn't have to read it. That's just my take, though. That's just what I do. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I'm being, I'm being a little, I guess I'm a being a little testy right now, but it's just because of the fact that it's like, with, because I saw, I saw a video, not a video, I saw a picture of a wrestling fan, like, basically, like, you know, AEW happened, the Hardys are, the hardest are at AEW, and the thing that I kind of don't like is when, like, when a wrestler gets old, but they still, you know, they still do things, you know what I'm saying? Clearly, they still do things. They just do it a little slower now because they're older, and wrestling fans is like, yo, man, I mean, they were my favorite 20 years ago, but not now. I mean, they're getting older, slower, bro. It's like, like, these guys have been doing this stuff for, like, over 20 years, man. Of course, they're going to be slower, all right? Like, nowadays, slow and steady kind of runs the race, man. They're trying to, you know, like, they still have to preserve their lives. Like, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Hardy got, like, five kids now. You know, last thing he wants to do is father from a wheelchair. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that fathering from a wheelchair is a bad thing. 
But what I am saying is, is that for a guy like him, probably shouldn't be. <sighs> Maybe that's just my take, though. I, I I need to, I I need to I need to figure out better ways to talk because my God, I'm bad at talking right now. I'm I'm saying I feel like I'm saying the wrong things here, but when I'm just. I just don't like the fact that when they say, oh, this this wrestler has gotten this wrestler got old, this guy got fat, this guy got this, this guy got that. Like, shut up. You know, shut up. You you, you like Sting, you know, like uh, Sting does a he does a, a plancha to the outside. A plancha is basically you jump off the top rope to the outside onto a whole bunch of people who are going to ultimately, you know, who are gonna ultimately crash into your falling body. Um and Sting did that, and wrestling fans was like, this dude is doing this stuff at 60. Like, why does his age matter? This dude is doing stuff at 60 that you're too scared to do at 30. Calm down. Like, like you know, don't like don't 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 bring up his age. You know what I mean? Like, being old doesn't mean anything when you're a wrestler. Gypsy so Gypsy Joe wrestled until he was 80. Uh Chavo Guerrero was Chavo Guerrero Sr. was like doing moonsaults at 60. I'm just saying it's like these kids nowadays, they I swear they, they think that there's some sort of retirement age when it comes to the business, and there ain't. Like I I initially thought that in order to train to become a professional wrestler, you have to be in tip top shape, 17 years old, and at least a good three at least a good like six foot seven. I here I am, five four, five five, whatever. I'm short, I'm fat, you know, like at least a good two hundred and 10 200 215 probably and you know i can still do my flips like how i used to do back then but you know i, I don't look like a wrestler i look like i look like somebody's dead you know <laughs> which is sad because that's the one thing i am trying my best to never be in any case you know but in any case though like you know i like one of the few things i kind of want to do as far as me being a wrestler is concerned is I want to be able to look normal and wrestle. So that way, other normal people can see me and go, well, if you could do it, maybe I could give it a try. You know? On one hand, I want to inspire people to do that. But then I realized some fans are disturbed. <laughs> some fans, like, on, on one hand, I would love to see people actually get involved in the medium that, they, uh, that they're criticizing so they can understand the work that's involved in in getting the thing off the ground. That's what I, I would love for people to see that and understand that so they could kind of get an idea what it means to like, you know, just, you got to put your money where your you got to put your money where your mouth is. But at the same time, I will after seeing how some male fans just how they just get when they see a picture of a female wrestler of a, of a wrestler that's a woman. Like when when I when you see how these male fans get, part of me is like, stay on just stay on your end of the stay on your side of the uh, like these guys look like if they turn a bear case and a glass, these guys will lick the glass. If a woman just walks, if the right woman just walks down the walks down the thing, they'll just be like, I love you, I love you so much, I love you. Like these guys are just weird, man. I swear, there's some guys out there, I swear, they probably lick their phones when they see their favorite model post up a new pic on Instagram. 
And I'm so glad that these guys are not involved in anything. Except for maybe OnlyFans sales. I talked about fans a little too much, but that's only because of the fact that they're relevant and we need to they're relevant and we need to like stop with this we need to stop like ignoring how bad fans are. We need to start calling them out and telling them, Hey, you're a bad fan, you're not part of our group. You can't sit with us. If this is how you're gonna be, you can't sit with us. We need to start saying that more. Not just not just for fandoms, but just stuff in general. Like look at the poli- look at politicians nowadays. Republicans are letting white supremacists and Nazis be a part of their group. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that liberals like I'm not saying that liberals are are not bad or completely exempt from stuff, but it's one but like there's a one group, there's only one group of people who attacked the Capitol literally last year. Was it last year or was it two years ago? You know what I'm saying? Like we're at this point now where we just have to we have to start saying as a collective group to some of the some of like we're so used to we're so used to talking about canceling people and how we don't have any friends anymore, you know, or you know, people always flex we're always flexing about how antisocial and how cruel we can be. But we never truly shoo out the cruel people. We just try to be cruel. We try to be mean, but we don't get rid of the mean people. We don't ostracize them. We don't tell them to go away. We don't tell them to leave everybody alone. And I feel like we should as a collective unit. All right. Looks like that is the time. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, call this in. Love, peace, safety, and happiness to every single person that's out there watching or listening. My God. And uh, YouTube.com slash 22AAA. Y'all have a good one.